from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prompt Us is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the Prompt Us podcast. You may have heard of us talk about these episodes in previous episodes of the podcast. The Lost Tapes are episodes that we recorded before lockdown, before we couldn't visit each other, which makes these episodes almost two years old. Crazy. They're almost like our demo mixtape episodes. Welcome to the Prompt Us podcast, where you start the conversation. We'll be discussing topics focusing on personal, spiritual, and professional growth. I am Gabriel Conti, and to my left we have... The Yu-Gi-Oh! Master, Zachary. <laughs> and to our right... <laughs> Zachary Staines, and to our right we have... The Poker Master, the oh. Chad Masters. What was everyone's favorite, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon? Well, I mean, I, I used did to both. Do, yeah, but, I did both. But I wasn't like I wasn't like Chad's level competing with like the sling on your arm for like Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments. I, have, I legit have trophies from Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments. You have trophies? Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I felt so bad because I was like, you know, I was, in, I think, in middle school. And then I would go to these Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments with all these, there's like older j- guys there. And your boy was just like oh, blue eyes, white dragon all would, up on oh, him. Oh, no, okay, my brother had one of those. And I was always so jealous. I was like, I never get any of the good cards when yeah. I buy the pack from Walmart. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of those. But I what really made 
my deck special. I have to really enunciate <laughs> that. <laughs> there's a reason there's We're a pause. We're a clean podcast, guys, yeah, I no, swear. I the, what made my card You're like special, stumbling over your words. I'm just I, trying like, to say I'm, it without I'm sorry I made that. <laughs> is uh, all my trap cards. Is that I, there's a lot mm. of people would look at me and wouldn't think that I had such a masterful set of traps ready for them <laughs> to step into. Gotcha. Dang. Anyway, I really don't even welcome to the fully relate because <laughs> I never like battled. I was just like collected them. Anyway, yeah, I welcome to Prompt Podcast. Us. It's called Dueled for those who are wondering. Okay. And this, Thanks, and this is called Prompt Us Podcast. <laughs> I'm just like trying to Chad. Uh, I mean, Zach's just like Chad. Get over it. Let's move on. Let's no, no, get no, to the podcast. Good. Okay. I think it's your turn to choose a prom, big dog. No, it's my turn yeah. to choose a prom. All right, I'll do it. But so, so basically, the deal is, is we have three prompts sitting on cards on the table right now. We have never seen them, mm-hmm. and we don't know what they are. We're picking one, which will be the topic of conversation for this podcast. And these prompts are from you. These prompts are from the audience, and they were selected. By my lovely wife, Jessica, mm-hmm. and Zachary's lovely fiance, Chels. And I think Tori also did help. Oh, she yeah, she did actually. Tori also, yeah, Tori Masters. Yeah, That's and, a, and a shout out to my wife. Yeah. And, and Jake helped, actually. Oh yeah. From State Farm. Jake, Jake my, from State Farm. My, my videographer helped. Um, um so, so shout out to those guys. <laughs> shout out to the to the producers of the show. Uh, if you guys ever want to submit any prompts or questions or anything like that, you can hit us up on our social Media accounts, Prompt yes. Us Podcast. DM us uh, at uh, Prompt Us Podcast on Instagram and uh, Twitter, whichever one we're there, ready to receive the prompts from you guys. Oh, yeah. So, Mr. Conti. So, in the spirit of Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm shuffling oh the my cards. Gosh. And you, <laughs> you have to draw your card like you're drawing it from a deck of cards. Okay. I'm just pick from the top. Yep. Right from the top. All right. Flip you just it shuffled it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we the, go. The Hold prompt is upside down. Let me flip it over. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> Every single time. Okay. Oh. Oh, come on. Come on. You can't pre-read oh, it. Oh, I pre-read it because it's a quick one. Oh. A lot of them were like long sentences. Mm-hmm. This one's quick. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You want it? I don't know. You want the prompt? Yeah, you want the go. prompt? I want the prompt. I can see it on Zach's face. What's the prompt? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. The prompt is, what are your thoughts on getting married young? <laughs> <laughs> Zach is shaking his head. He's like, I'm engaged right now. <laughs> well, this that's kind of interesting because now we'll have some different perspectives. We yeah, will ha- also, ha- also, wait, what were you going to say? I was going to say, how long have you been married for? Three years. How long have you been married, Chad? Nine and a half months. And then, like, I'm engaged. So I feel like. Well, we, well, let me clarify it. Going on it. By this time that this is airs, we'll be past three years. That's true. Yes. And by the time this airs for you, we'll almost probably. Um, It'll probably, probably be a year. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or right around then. Okay. So. With that said, I, th- I think we can add a little history to all this as well. Like our current ages, how long we've been married or whatever. And then w- like the age that we were married, stuff like that. So um, for myself, I am at this point of recording almost three years. At the time this releases, we'll be past three years married. <clears throat> Excuse me, just clear my throat. Uh, <laughs> that, one was, that one was dirty, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone listening. <laughs> people are projectile vomiting right now. <laughs> it's like you know when people get contagiously like vomit or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, someone vomits and someone else vomits. Yeah, people yeah. that are listening. Okay. Anyway, where was I? Oh yes, I am currently 25 years old, married for three years, and Dang. I got married when I was 22. My wife was 20, so I I fall. I think I fall into, into the youngest married category between yes, us three. That's true. Where yeah. Chad. You, you, 
you tell us about you. <laughs> you tell us about you, baby. <laughs> you do you, boo. Uh, I'm currently 29. I got married nine months ago. I was 28. Ooh, yeah. And my wife is 26. And she had a, so she was 25 when we got married. Okay. Sweet. Nice. Good it's stuff. been a blast. Congrats it's on almost a blast. year, baby. I appreciate yeah, it. I keep yeah. calling you baby. We've I'm just feeling it. the vibe. <laughs> summer vibes. Summer vibes. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> sipping on my coffee right now. Just like, ooh, summer vibes. Summer vibes. Summer vibes. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the winter. In the, well, yeah, technically in Australia. Summer vibes. Summer vibes for you, Zach. You take it away. Um, so, so engaged for two weeks at the time of recording this, yeah, yeah. which is crazy, pretty much. <laughs> A week and a half, actually. So not even two No, weeks. no, no. Dude, in two days, it'll be two it'll weeks. It'll be two weeks. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Um... I don't know how old Chelsea is. She's probably like 33 or something. Um, no, I think. She, oh no, no. my gosh. That she's going to listen to this and be like, the wedding's off. No, I'm calling it. No, I'm 23, almost 24. Yeah. And Chelsea's 24. So not by much, but yeah, a few so months. So when you're married, how, when do you think? Oh, we'll be, so I'll be 24. Like we'll both be 24. Okay. Which is, okay. I guess still pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like still in the young, especially it's in today's perception of when you should get married it's uh, probably like around 30 ish right Mm -hmm. which is which i guess is fine yeah no no i'm not it's definitely shifted a lot with with school and college more specifically Mm, being being like a a step towards marriage is like before Mm. people would just graduate high school then start working for a family business or just a local job and then they get married but now there's between three and six years extra where people are still exploring things yeah yeah which is that's actually crazy to think about yeah dang. yeah so um what are your thoughts on getting married young do you well i'm gonna throw it back to you even though you just asked, <laughs> asked that okay. <laughs> because okay. i would love to i I'm mean, just i need a sip of water i'm yeah, like sip some water while right I'm, sorry. um because i think that you have some good insight on this because i mean we we don't have an all uh, gabe and i grew up in church world so i feel like i'm used to the idea of people getting married young I'd yeah, love to same, hear your thoughts on it because I know you've had a lot of friends that also got married young. Literally all my friends back home married each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> married each other. That just sounded funny. <laughs> no, literally like we had like our, our squad was like the guys and the girls and yeah. they all basically paired up. And they just worked it out. Simple math. Yeah. yeah hilarious. Nice. So Some people were left alone, but then they, they, they found their people. Why do you <laughs> think everyone got married young? That's what I was kind of... Um, it was the it definitely the environment that we grew up in. We were... Definitely encouraged to do so. So from just from like, and this might sound a little crazy when I, when we explain it, but from a Christian perspective, like you're trying to obviously stay away from sin, Mm -hmm. you know, from (laughs) stumbling before marriage, if you will. And, um, with that, like that's one piece. Then there's like the protecting your heart for the right person and just being really intentional through the whole dating process and, and knowing like, Hey, the, you're either going to break up with the person you're dating or you're going to end up marrying them. Those are the two options that are on the table once you are in a relationship. Yeah. So, like, don't get into a relationship unless you're seriously considering marrying that person, you know? Yeah. So all of those factors, like, like those factors, and, and there's more I think that we'll get into as the, that I'm just not able to pull up off the top of my head right now, just as the, this podcast continues, I know yeah. we'll talk about and hit, touch on. Um, but a lot of those things are reasons to like growing up. I was always like, whenever I was meeting someone who like could be for the sake of a better term, a candidate of a candidate that could potentially be my wife. I always approached that relationship or friendship or whatever 
with the lens of seeing if it could be a potential marriage or not, you know? And if like, I was like, I don't want this person raising my kids. I don't want to spend the rest of my life with this person. I didn't even touch it. We're most, we're most people. I would say in today's day age, it's kind of like, not like casual dating. Cause I'm sure they go into it like serious, like quote yeah, unquote yeah. serious, but it's serial le- dating. Oh, that's what people call it nowadays. Is it? Seriously. It's not my term. From BBC radio four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Serial dating, just, just habitual daters. Where you just date for one person. Just date to date. Date because they don't right. want to be alone. That's There's emotional dependency there. There's mm. relational dependency. Yeah. I'm, by the way, I'm not. I'm, these are not shots fired. This is something that like people it's are developing mm-hmm. in terms of like sociologists. Oh, really? It's a big word. Wow. Look at me. You <laughs> wow, God. you smart guy. Wow. You fancy dude. Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? But I forgot. So after he said, after he said, you're talking about people that, that just date a lot. Is what you you're. 
Yeah, there's there's a difference there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like I'm an advocate for dating young, but I'm also an advocate for for like not serial dating. Excuse me, dude. We just had lunch and just a burp. I got you. Burping. And like, do you think, so is that why why your whole friend group then, I guess we're in a similar vein of like understanding and is that why everyone got married young? Well, yeah, let me explain a little bit of like the way I grew up. So like I I grew up being homeschooled and Mm -hmm. we had like this homeschool community back in Florida where I grew up and like everyone, like we were all friends. A lot of us went to the same churches. A lot of our parents were friends with each other. So everywhere we went, we were kind of being fed the same message and consistency. There was no, like, friend in our friend group who had different values than us. Yeah, right. So we all knew, like, if there were... uh, Like, I didn't date anyone in my friend group because I just didn't. I left, and you know what I mean? I came to L.A. Yeah, yeah, and then ended up meeting Jess and... (laughs) Boy, did things work out. Boy, did it work out. Boy, did it work out nice (laughs) and good for your guy. (laughs) Um, Anyway, but like, uh, it's like hard to explain. No, no, I get you. You know what I mean? Like we all grew up with the same values in the same community. Like as far as like on a, a, like me hanging out with my dudes back in the day, Mm -hmm. like we would go to one of our, say I would go to my buddy Ricky's house. Yeah. And his dad was there. Sometimes his dad would like pour into us and speak to us about certain topics or whatever. And there was kind of this like unspoken yet spoken standard of how we are to treat women, of how we are to conduct ourselves, of what we are supposed to and not supposed to do. Like the first kiss thing was kind of looked down upon because we knew that we should be saving that for the person that we're going to end up marrying. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? We're like normally in a middle school, high school age friend group it's like you're trying to kiss as many people as possible just like <laughs> because it down as boys are boys you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. just like a thing where for our group it was different which was super rare yeah uh, yeah i was gonna say like especially now like definitely leaving rare. leaving home and going out and like just making friends in different places and mm-hmm. traveling the world and stuff like that like it is extremely rare and that's yeah. one of those things that i look back on in my life that i'm like wow god was really protecting me by putting me in that place yeah, well. you know so Anyway, those are sort of like the things that we grew up with that kind of, let me put it this way. We were practicing Mm -hmm. our whole time growing up to be prepared for marriage, being comfortable being single, being comfortable with our relationship with God and kind of preparing our hearts and minds for marriage where a lot of people are not doing that and they're not, they're not even exposed to it and having those conversations. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it takes a while for them. Then, then they're like, maybe like in their twenties realizing like, Oh, maybe I want to get married at some point or whatever it is. And then they start taking it more seriously, but you do have to, while you're single, you do have to practice what you want to replicate in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Like I always say what you act is what you attract. So if you're single or like not single and like doing the serial dating thing, like you said, Mm -hmm. and just like kind of going from one person to the next to the next, you're kind of practicing breaking your heart up with someone and moving to the next person yeah. then practicing breaking your heart it's with that person. A norm. And, yeah. and it becomes a normal thing for you. And if that's what you're practicing, that could really, really likely carry over into a marriage relationship and cause a lot of problems. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. Dang. So, so, and like there's that, there's even like talking about, I know that's like a sensitive topic, but like talking about like pornography and stuff mm. like that. If you're practicing that when you're single, which is super easy to do 
especially as a dude, that can so easily carry over into your marriage. And like, there's like that honeymoon phase when it's all like first fun and exciting and everything. But then like that over time, it can just like, you can fall back into that practice because you have practiced it so much when you were single. So how are you acting when you're single? is is like the what you're practicing when you're single is what you are then more likely than not going to continue to replicate once you are in a relationship and and then when i say what you act is what you attract you want to act like the person you want to end up yeah, with fully. you know what i mean like fully, yeah. if i had met jess and i was you know like dating around or sleeping around and just doing all these like things that she wouldn't have wanted to do. She wouldn't have been dating me. Yeah, she exactly. wouldn't have started dating me, you know, like yeah. she knew that she wanted to save herself for someone mm-hmm. and I did too. And when we met our values aligned and then we both knew that we had to take, excuse me, our voice just cracked. I was getting <laughs> emotional. <laughs> we both knew that we wanted to like take care of each other's hearts and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, yeah anyway, that's like, kind of a long spiel because this is like a question that can be hit from so many different directions yes yeah but like it's it's kind of like the mindset that you have because i'm looking back at the question like what are your thoughts on getting married young there's like a lot of pros there's some cons and stuff like that it just like depends on perspective but i think it's more you need to have no matter what age you're at you need to be in the right mindset you know what i mean and like practice the right things to end up in a healthy marriage relationship and then continue to practice those healthy habits while you're in a marriage relationship. Because even there's people that are probably like maybe like divorced at 35, they got married at 30, divorced at 35, then they get married again at 40, Mm -hmm. then get divorced again. And it might be because they're similarly practicing the things that they were when they were younger that Mm. caused them to not. And I, I I don't like saying that like super lightly because I know uh, a lot of people yeah, deal with divorce and stuff, and, and they yeah, have their own yeah. story and everything. But um, that's just kind of what I've yeah yeah. Know, yeah. I, I mean, know. I think there's so many things that if people knew, if young people knew and practiced to to I guess to protect themselves from future hurts, if they really knew it, and I, I think a lot more people would practice it and then end up getting married younger. Mm. But I think there's like a compounding yeah, effect, which is super interesting, which is people are not practicing safe relationships mm-hmm. and therefore it's causing emotional hardships in their current relationships, which pushes back the time frame that they get married to later mm-hmm. and later. Yeah. And then it compounds mm-hmm. because the more baggage you bring to a, a relationship, the less people are going to want to be with you. Mm-hmm. The more relationships you go through, the yeah. more baggage you have, the less oh, people wow. just compounds. Yeah. And so I think that's why the, age has just dramatically increased recently, you know, and, you know, it's like the whole, I, th- you know, I really liked what you mentioned about, um, you know, waiting for marriage, you know, in term- but a lot of like people who aren't Christians don't really maybe understand that. Yeah. Yeah. True. true but true. if you like understand the why, you know, if you understand the purpose of that practice mm-hmm. rather than it just being like a rule in a book, but rather yeah. like how could this can protect me? You're very good at explaining that. So I would love for you to break that down for us. Oh, I'm going to break it down for break you. Break it down, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just calling you baby on this podcast. Right? <laughs> That's all right. You forgot my name. We're talking about relationships. So, <laughs> so th- there's an analogy I heard once and it really impacted me. And I just wanted to share it with the audience and I hope that's cool. But so, so basically imagine you're in a freezing cold cabin and mm-hmm. there's no heat and there's a fireplace, but there's no fire. Right. And you're freezing your, your butt off. Right. You're just like, you're, oh my gosh, it's so, it, there's a blizzard happening right now. 
and you don't know what you're going to do. And then there's a knock on the door, right? And then I hope that works. <laughs> That'll be dope. Yeah, Sorry. I heard it. <laughs> and so there's a knock on the door. That and was a sound effect from Zach's soundboard. <laughs> so, 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 uh, so you open the door and you see a box sitting there and there's firewood and then there's, there's a lighter and then there's uh, like instructions for how to light this and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you take that firewood and, the, and that lighter flint, whatever it is, and, and the instructions, you toss out the instructions What's going to happen if you light that fire on top of your bed? Your bed's going to be on fire. And then, which is going to cause the house to burn down. Mm. Okay. What's going to happen if you put it in in the fireplace? Like you're going to have warm. You're going to, it's going to warm the entire place, but guess what? It's not going to warm the bedroom as fast as you, what you want it to. It's not going to give you that instant gratification like what you want. Oh. Okay? Because it takes longer for it to warm, but now you don't risk burning your entire house down. Well, and wow. And so, so what pe- What I really want people to know is that with Dude, Christians and premarital sex is it's not that we're, we just want to like withhold and oh my gosh, that's a sin. You know, what it is is we see how powerful sex is. Yeah. We see the power of it and how great it can be, but also how dangerous it can be, mm-hmm. how it can literally be the thing that either warms your entire house and provides warmth for you or mm-hmm. it can burn your house down. Yeah. And so when, if you just toss away the instructions to something that's that powerful, mm-hmm. then you're, you're, it's, you're playing with fire. Yeah, but another thing is most people aren't of the understanding of how powerful it is or just mm-hmm. don't or like diminish the value of sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, yeah. Which is interest, which is very interesting where, mindset. Where do you think that comes from? You know, like, where do you think, is that I mean, just it's the society, way it's sold? Dude. Like, is that, dude, I mean, it's, yeah, it's sold every, like nowadays, yeah. dude, you walk, you walk down, like here in LA, you just walk down the street and on a billboard, it's just, you know, yeah. it's, it's sex is being sold to us everywhere. You yeah. know, can I, can I use another example? And I, I want you guys to use your best. Um, dude, where did you hear that example? Did you make that up? Frank Turek from, a uh, there's an app called, um, I think it's Got Got Questions or um, it's something like that. Because that was so money. Yeah, Frank Turek, shout out. So I'm going to use another example and use your discretion if this is good enough to put in or like it may be, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. okay. And so to answer your question, what you're saying, Zach, about mm-hmm. why that, uh, why that, kind of sexual culture is so prevalent and it's, and people don't tend to give it the, the, um, the, the respect it deserves, you know, is that here's another analogy. Imagine, imagine, um, Zach, I hope you don't mind if I use this for example. And by the way, there's no trick questions. Okay. Just answer first thing off your head. I love Mm -hmm. how you always ask Zach the questions. You're like, Zach, answer this question for me. It's not a trick question. (laughs) It's always a trick question. And I want to be sensitive with how I ask this because I know that there are people that are affected by what I'm going to say. And so I want to be very sensitive. So Mm -hmm. just hang in there with me. Mm -hmm. Zach, imagine you got punched in the face, A, a good punch, right? But nothing crazy. How long do you think it would take you to heal from that? Like a few days. Maybe a week, yeah, two weeks, if it was a really good one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, two weeks. Imagine that you were abused sexually. Mm. How long do you think it would take you to recover from that? Probably years. <sighs> a lifetime, if, dude. If yeah. sex was just physical, mm. you would repair and heal just as fast as getting yeah, hit well. in the face. Sex is not just physical. Yeah. It's spiritual. <sighs> it's personal. It goes to the, the depths of our souls. Mm. And people are not seeing it as that. They're seeing it as something that can just be toyed around with physically. They're not seeing the effects it's actually having on them emotionally and spiritually. Wow, dude. 
Oh. So, bro. I don't know if that's. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, but I think that's, that's just showing the depth. Of, uh, there's really, it's really hard to explain the importance of understanding that, you know, like. Yeah, uh, on a, especially on a practical level. Like, it's easy if you, like, all subscribe to the same ideology mm. and, like, belief and we're all like, okay, let's start with the Bible mm. and then move from there and then you kind of can come to the same conclusions. From, you know what I mean? But yeah. from, if someone doesn't share the ideology, explaining to them, like, the reasons why it actually works practically as mm. well is is something you definitely have to work through, which I think, Chad, you have done a very good job at, yeah. like, piecing together an explanation that is satisfactory for someone yeah. who doesn't believe the same thing you believe. Yeah. I had to do it for myself. I, I always, it, now when I explain it to friends who are maybe questioning mm -hmm. uh, my decisions or different things like that, I always say I explain my philosophy before my philosopher. Mm. And so I like to explain mm. the reason why Tor and I didn't live together before marriage, why we wait yeah. um, until marriage to have sex and different things like that. I explain the philosophy behind it. And then they're like, oh, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Where'd you come up with that from? Yeah, well, the Lord, the book. <laughs> Let me tell you about this book. Let me tell you about this book that yeah. I that I bought one time. <laughs> I mean, I think, and even with the example you gave, um, I think there's something about it's not just about respecting that person, but respecting yourself and understanding what that looks like and what you need from that. And I think, especially as bros and as dudes, where like we sometimes ignore that part of us and be like, "Oh, that's mm -hmm. just a thing that we feel." But I guess, and you brought up previously, like when it comes to things like pornography and that kind of stuff, if it was a thing that we just felt and it was just like the need, then we wouldn't be addicted. You know, like people wouldn't be addicted. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? So I think it's just really easy. I think guys are told generally, oh yeah, it's fine. Like the sex part of it's fine. It's fine. Just in general mm -hmm. by the world. Yeah. Because we're maybe we're quicker to understand or get into it, whatever it may be. And I think that's actually what I have learned from a lot of like the strong women around me is realizing that that's not the end all of something, you know? Mm -hmm. And even Chad, you said this, the other, you said this a few times now about how like the, is it 10% intimacy? Mm -hmm. I love that. 90% I mean, hanging out. Yeah. 90% yeah. hanging out. And that's kind of, I think, super forgotten, especially as male, because like, we can only speak as males, but like, especially as dudes, I f just feel culturally, we sometimes forget that. Mm -hmm. That it's like, oh no, but I just want to make out all the time. And it's like, well, bro, like, are you guys best friends? <laughs> like, yeah, mm -hmm. right. it's it's really something I had to learn, and that I think as guys we can turn. <laughs> so I think as guys we can turn off um, a lot of the emotional side of intimacy and just let it be just physical. And in, I know like you're actually able to, or you think you're able to. I, I it's probably more I think I'm able to. Yeah, but just speaking like candidly right now, it's. Mm -hmm where I'm learning that my wife can't do that. She, she, it's more of like, um, Oh, I get what you're saying. It's like, it's like saying. almost like getting in a pool. I can do cannonballs all day and I'm in mm -hmm. the, I'm in the pool. I'm here, mm -hmm. you know, where my wife, it's a steady walk into the pool and where there's a lot of, uh, pursuing and a lot of emotional pursuit and love that, that comes up to that point where mm -hmm. I'm learning just like what Zach said that, um, I need to respect the way that she walks into intimacy as well. Yeah, yeah dang. that's good. And now I want to take that as a launching board because that's just, in a sense, why not to have sex right away? Mm -hmm. Now, why would you get married young? I really liked what you said. I'm just going to say this. I want to mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I really liked what you said that I'm a big proponent for getting married young if you're ready. 
if mm-hmm. if you kind of yeah. grew up with that intentionality. The one of the biggest things that bothers me sometimes is if I'm on set and people. So this is before I was married, but mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, you know, I've only, it's only been nine months. So this is even as as recent as this year. I'll be on set and people and makeup artists or whatever would just be like, "Oh my gosh, you're too young to get married. Just like go have fun. Or you're just, you're yeah. still a kid." And but then that that in and of itself is then the beginning of practice to push off marriage even longer yeah. and longer and longer. Yeah, and, it, and yeah. it compounds. And the thing that always bothered me is like, I pay the government a lot of money in taxes. <laughs> I have chest hair and <laughs> like, I'm not a child. Yeah. You know, my mm-hmm. parents, by the time they were my age, they had two kids, you know, around like five and two by the time they were my age and at home. Yeah. You know, that's not to compare, but it's just like, I'm not a child, but there's still people that will look at me as a 29 year old and still be, oh, you're, you're still so young. You're still a child. And I feel like I, I, I became a Christian around your age, Zach. Mm-hmm. And so I, it really did take me probably four to five years to get to a place where I felt emotionally ready, like where Gabe was at 22, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, 22 is what Yeah, I where I felt good. And so definitely don't get married if, if you're not ready. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I, I love the idea of getting married young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Do you wow. feel like you've missed... Not. I'm just going to keep asking questions because like, I guess for me, I am younger, right? So do you feel like it was the best... I mean... You don't gonna say it's not the best timing. Obviously, the way everything's rolled out for you and Tori is the best timing. It's like God's timing on it. Yeah. But do you do you feel like it could have happened earlier? Or Bro, are you this stoked? is the funniest thing between Tori and me all the time is I wish it were earlier. Yeah. You you guys know the story. Oh, Maybe yeah, the audience it's hilarious. I met Tori back I'm like in, laughing the fact that yeah. this that you're gonna tell <laughs> us right now. I, I met Tori back in 2014 and she was she was at a Miss America pageant and I was at a Comic Con convention. We were both at the same convention center in Orlando, Florida. And a friend of a friend introduced us. And from then on, we I, I really wanted to date her. And I wanted to take things further. And we went on a few dates. When was that? That was back in 2014. 2014. How mm-hmm. old were you guys? I was 24. And she was 21? 20? In that ballpark, yeah. yeah I, okay. I don't know exactly the month that we met. You know what that I mean? Was, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so she was probably 21, 22. And I was 24, turning 25. Nice. And so, I no, I'm sorry. I was turning 24 that year. I was probably 23, actually. Dang. And so, young so, Chad, yeah, which is weird. To think young about. Chad, dude. Yeah, not much has changed. Generally. <laughs> you know, I have a few great. Except that you hairs. were ready. Except you were ready yeah. for marriage. Now. I really, man, I was like, this is it. This is it. And then she like ghosted me, and she friend zoned me for like four years. Whoa. And so that's the, always the joke is she always says like, babe, we weren't ready for marriage at that time, but like I still low key wish we would got married back. You know, like <laughs> sure. I wish we would have got into a relationship and then pursued marriage from there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it didn't work out that way. So nice. we actually have <laughs> conflicting views, you know, like I, I wish it would have been a long time ago. Yeah. I, I wish I wouldn't have spent those four years without her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wow. It's interesting that she sees the value of having spent those four years though. You know, she, like you're looking at the yeah. same situation, mm-hmm. but she can go, you know, like as much as four years, we could be technically four years, not ahead, but you know what I'm saying? Four years into it. She's like, uh, we wouldn't be here without Bro, those four that's years. That's such a good yeah, example like, of like me. I'm willing to jump into the pool and mm-hmm. she's she needs to emotionally walk into yeah, it. And right. so she's good taking her time. And I'm like, let's just jump, you know, yeah, like, yeah, but, like, do it. but that's also goes back to like, yeah, get married young if you're ready. Mm-hmm. You know that's what it, I mean? Yeah. And um, it's cool seeing that God's plan ultimately prevail. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I th- we talked about it in one of the previous podcasts about like God's will. And we were talking about like prayer and just like, talking about like God's will over your life and kind of like inviting that regardless of whether you want mm-hmm. that or not. And that was God's will for your yeah. life. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Which is super cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think it's really cool to see that. It's cool. You know, that famous verse that so many people know that like at Romans eight twenty eight, God works all things for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. And what what I love about that is, is that even if Tori and I were, were screwing up his will, you know, even if we were like messing with the plan, he still accomplishes his goals. Mm. You know? Yeah. He works through the chaos. Yeah. He all. works through it. And yeah. Which is so, so crazy Pray, to think about. Praise the Lord right there. Praise <laughs> the Lord. <dude. laughs> Seriously. So then I, I keep wanting to tie it back to the question. What are your thoughts? This is the prompt. What are your thoughts on getting married young? Well, I like what you said, Chad, about if it feels like the right thing to do, if it feels like it's the right time, it feels like it's God's timing, mm-hmm. then heck yeah. 
I also think getting premarital counseling before you get married is a huge Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, I I agree with that. Because Jess and I never did because we were going to. But because she lived in Australia, I lived in California. and, And at that time, I didn't know any like any uh like authority in church yet yeah. that i could fully trust to counsel jess yeah. and i so that was in florida who mm-hmm. people who i would have gone to and it was just so difficult to like coordinate, coordinate. between yeah, yeah. florida california and australia too um so we didn't end up having that premarital counseling and i wish we did because there's things that we've run into that's like oh, okay now this is this is something we have to work through even though it was something that we could have worked out through premarital counseling before. And I really highly suggest that mm-hmm. because I know there's people, <clears throat> excuse me. I know there's people who have like called off their weddings because they went through premarital counseling and realized due to like pastoral counseling and stuff like that. And through like prayer and really talking about like the hard stuff that you don't, that most people don't really talk about before getting into marriage. Yeah. That it wasn't right. Yeah. You know, so that's actually a, a big one as far as like, a practical step to get done. Yeah, and I, I think that ultimately people just need to ha- have a healthy view on marriage. You know, there's so many books that you can go through. That There's The Meaning of Marriage by Tim Keller. I did that one. There's one by Francis Chan. I think it's called You and Me uh, for Eternity or something like that. Do you, it's that book Pastor Josh recommends. Yeah, I want to say. Yeah. I know it, Francis Chan has one. I just yeah, am not familiar with that. I think that. what was really just important for us all in all was just to get a, a, a really healthy view of marriage. Um, oh, Love and Respect. I just looked at it on the shelf because I knew I had one on the shelf that was love and respect is a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're looking at my bookshelf. right now. <laughs> There's boundaries in marriage by, uh, I think it's John Townsend and uh, it's by John Townsend and Henry cloud. I think I, um, boundaries in marriage or even just boundaries in personal life is uh, mm-hmm. they're great books. And I think what's, I think what's really good to do is like to, I don't want to say remove yourself from the equation, but don't let those like googly eyes make you make decisions that aren't like, Good. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I've mentioned this in every YouTube video tour and I've done or every podcast. I, I always mention this, that uh, I listened to this speech by Pastor Rich Wilkerson and mm-hmm. he was talking on relationships and he had said, you know, what, you know, what, what, uh, what gets you at 25 and 30 won't keep you at 55 and 60. Mm-hmm. And so you need to actively be pursuing the things that are going to keep you at 55 and 60. You know, you need to have a, a, a different look on marriage other than, oh, this is just going to be super easy, blah, 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 blah. We're just going to have sex and, you know, everything's great and dandy. You need to have like a, a realistic view of like, wow, okay, how does this person feel about disciplining children? Yeah. Okay, how does this person feel about donating to the church? Mm. Does this person want to be volunteers in the church? How do you know you got to have those really hard conversations yeah. that can be really great because they build intimacy, mm-hmm. they build yeah. like communication it's and respect. Things you wouldn't do with another person, you know, like they're things. I mean, my dad sent me a list really similar to that. Oh, yeah. The day, literally, classic shout out, dad, <laughs> big, big Phil stains, but like the day that, uh, Phil. Yeah, right. The day I like called him, I'm like, hey, I'm going to propose to Chelsea. Like, I think this is something that I want to do. He's like, yeah, I'm stoked for you. And some context, like my dad's been divorced. Mm-hmm. And so for him, it means even more like a list of things that go, do you take this stuff like seriously? And, yeah. then, mm-hmm. and it is, it's just like questions, even just like, what's your opinion on sex? Regardless of what the opinion, just what is yeah. it? Do you have one? Have you thought about it? You know, and mm-hmm. um, things about where would you love to live? Do you want to travel now or travel? Like, things that we think is so simple, especially as dudes, just to talk about because it's mm-hmm. like easy for us to talk about. I know, especially us three, <laughs> but like things, the boys. The boys. But I think so, things that I'm like, oh, dang, like these are things that I need to be actively 
talking to Chelsea about mm-hmm. because they are, like you said, Chad, the things like how do you discipline kids? It's like, well, yeah, that could literally wedge itself in between a relationship and like a marriage. Oh, so much. Know? Yeah, it it's, uh, goes to that. I always go to that. Uh, I don't even... Uh, I don't know where it is in the Bible, but it talks about being equally yoked. Mm-hmm. Not yolk, not like an egg yolk. Yolk. A yolk. Not and yolk a, doesn't a, like freaking you know. <laughs> freaking jacked as heck, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. So being equally yoked is a term that was derived from uh, basically like back in the day when they would like farm the land, there would be like two uh, oxen or whatever was pulling, you know, the whatever they were doing on the fields and stuff, but they would have a yoke on them, which was basically this big like plank of wood that would go over the, both the necks of the two cow or oxen or whatever that were pulling, um, that were like harvesting the land or forgive me for my lack of knowledge on farming, but (laughs) um, (laughs) the yoke would be on their necks and it would keep them in line right next to each other. And if one of them was to go a little farther ahead than the other one, could pull them back into well, no, right, it could right. break the other oh, it one's could break. neck. Oh, dang. Yeah. That's, that's brutal. Yeah, so th- it would force them to stay right, right next to each other mm-hmm. and one not move farther ahead or yeah. behind or whatever because there was dire consequences. Well, wow. So that's a term in the Bible that they talk about um, in, in marriage because you need to be equally yoked on all those things, yeah. all the important things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and there's like, like, you don't have to be, like, Jess and I. We're not equally yoked on the TV shows that we like. Yeah. You know? I like deep action drama stuff, and Jess likes to watch the, you know, lighthearted comedy, rom-coms, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, yeah. that's a non-issue. Yeah. What I'm talking about is the deep stuff. Like, literally, like, how do you see us raising our kids yeah. one day? Well, you guys talk about that a lot. Not to get into that heaps, but about, you know doing that in a public sense, what does that look like? Like mm-hmm. Those are the real conversations that I've had with you guys and it's been really Yeah, what do you mean in a public sense? Well, like, you know, like doing, um, like, in a, like your work is influencer work, right? Oh, so about like uh, how yeah, we're going to treat that in the future with, yeah. with kids, yeah. And it's yeah. obviously encouraging that you guys feel the same about mm-hmm. it, but it is yeah. those deeper questions that are the things you really need to know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, my I remember at a youth camp that... Um, a youth pastor, I can't remember who, um, he gave the great example of if two people are two pillars, right? He was like, if they lean on each other, one's going to outweigh it and fall. He was trying to explain mm-hmm. equally yoked, right? Yeah. And he's like, but Jesus standing in the middle for you two to lean on mm-hmm. is like one cohesive I thing. I love wow. That. You know, and like that, I was 16 and like that stuck with me so far. And like, you know, the, I mean, now we're going into, you know, relationship with each other and God, but I think... Um, yeah, but I mean, it all has to do with exactly. the question. It's Getting like young, ultimately right? like what I talked about before about like the mindset that you have towards marriage mm-hmm. enables you, whether young or old, to lead yourself or have a, have God lead you, I guess, or yeah. just like head towards a marriage that will be healthy and will be long-term and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I think it's, I think it's just really important for, to, you know, to kind of wrap that up. I think that you need to have a healthy view on marriage, whether that's reading through books or asking an older married couple for advice, yeah. you know, to just pick their brain on what they've been through. I think there's so many different types of resources that you can you can look for on that certain topic. Um, I think it's, it's good for you to, uh, just like the Bible says, you know, it says give yourself a sober assessment, you know, to, to, mm. to look in the mirror and be like, wow. okay, am I emotionally ready? Am I, do I, am, you know, because people have to, just like the same type of um, 
respect that we tend to give sex is the same respect that we want to give marriage too. Yeah. You know, that this is something where I'm tying my life. I'm becoming one with somebody else. Yeah. And so I think we're, we're all in agreement that like getting married young is great mm-hmm. if you're ready and you have a healthy view on marriage. And if you have people ready to do life with you, because I think that's, what's so interesting mm-hmm. about the actual wedding ceremony. You yeah. know what I mean? Is that, it used to be done in like a public atmosphere. And what they would do is, is they would ask you questions like, okay, we're all gathered here today to witness, Mm -hmm, okay, to be a part of something. We're here to witness these two in holy matrimony become one, Mm -hmm. okay? And then it even says, you know, um, does anyone disagree with what's happening? They don't ask that anymore, Yeah, (laughs) you know? But that used to be a thing where if you don't think it was healthy, the community would, would speak out. Yeah. Wow. And also they, they even ask at the end of the ceremony, you know, they say, do you, do you now witness them becoming one? And do you elect to say, yes, I'm going to be a part of their marriage yeah. to make sure they stay on the right track. Marriage used to be a communal thing. Yeah. Now it's becoming less and less of that. Yeah. But kind of like the community that Gabe grew up in yeah. being around it, that, that kind of, um, what do you even call that? A squad? I don't know. Dude, squad goals, <laughs> my flock? God. I don't know. A flock? A, flock? <laughs> uh, a gang? I don't know. But like that used to be the way people yeah. did it. Yeah. And so, and marriage wasn't just this whole thing where just two people decide one day, oh, let's go do this. And then like everybody else doesn't really have an opinion. It mm. should be a, a communal effort from mm. your families, from your your pastors, your the people you look up to and everything like that. So whether you're young or you're my age, Definitely just have a healthy view on, on marriage, but you know, that's just my opinion. But going back to like my experience, my opinion, I'm going to tell you my opinion before we fully wrap up here. (laughs) Um, going back to like what you were saying with like my squad back in Florida, like for all of them, it is that community thing. And it's not just like if one of the marriages in that community falls apart, it's just, that's the issue. It's going to affect so many other people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was more accountability than most, really. Yeah, so much more. Like it could tear apart the friend group. It can. It could cause so many problems within the community that is so strong, you know. So you yeah. have this accountability from every angle. Like you have it from God, you have it from the other person, from family, from your family, yeah. from your community. Yeah. And then once you have kids, you have your kids to like, you know, like you want to give them a supportive household with totally. two parents and stuff because it's just. It, it, it's important. And you, you, know? you want to show them what a healthy marriage looks like. Yes, too. yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The example of it. But, you know, that's just our opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Should we take let us know, guys? Should we end the podcast like that? It's pretty funny. I mean, if you get a funny like, way, we'll take it. Yeah, listen, give us suggestions. Prompt us on, on ways to conclude our thoughts <laughs> right. if, 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 if you want to, you know? <laughs> Yo, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for watching this episode of Prompt Us. Make sure to go to promptuspodcast.com to submit your own prompts, and we will see you in the next one. Prompt Us is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.